the choice to spread love in a world full of pain. The generation willing to be a light in darkness. The selfless desire to serve humanity. The purpose fueled with passion to make a difference. This is Madcasters, the ultimate guide you need to impact the world. What's going on, everyone? This is your host, Brian St. Louis, and I'm here to connect you to impact leaders across the globe who strive to make a difference in their communities and the world. As you listen to these gripping stories and endeavors from inspirational people and organizations, you will gain the confidence to implement strategies to make a difference not only in your personal life, but to impact humanity around you. Please subscribe to Madcasters on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on Instagram. Support through Patreon. Together, let's make a difference and change the world. going on everyone it's your host brian st louis and we're here with another episode of madcasters where we're highlighting individuals and organizations that are actively making a positive difference in our world and today i'm pleased to announce that we have a special guest his name is christian dooley and he is the co-founder of pocket change i'm not even gonna get too much into this because i'm so interested in what they're doing i'm just gonna give you a little bit of a synopsis but this is a platform that brings people together to create positive change i mean if there was anything that (laughs) that i would want that talks about making a difference and having a platform that creates positive change this is it and so they are here to empower people and to build technology that makes it all easy and possible. So I'm not going to talk any much longer. Christian Dooley, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. Always always uh, down to chat over any of this stuff and don't see anything at large. I'm uh, an open book around, uh, you know, life philosophy stuff, cooking food, making making music, chatting pocket change. So whatever, uh, whatever you want to chat about, I'm excited to be here. There, there you go. I love it. I love it, man. Thank you so much, man. Let, let's let's dive into this. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and kind of what brought you into this whole place of creating pocket change? Yeah. So um, I guess as a as a quick the one liner on pocket change just for context for anyone. But um, now kind of get into the story of of all that. But um, basically, yeah, pocket change is a social platform. Um, basically, a social media where every like, reply, post. Um, directs free change to charity. And so we're trying to reimagine, you know, from the days of social media 1.0, you know, the Twitters and Facebooks um, coming into uh, a reworked, you know, purpose and identity around, um, you know, how we're consuming content online, how we can connect with each other in, um, you know, positive spurts and a little bit more mindfulness um, over just constant consumption. So it's a little bit on pocket change. Um, Then myself personally, um, and I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot, but I guess grew up, um, outside of Chicago area, um, 
I come, I come from a very, uh, uh, I'd say privileged background in terms of a lot of opportunity I've had or, um, just general family life and two other brothers. We all were able to, you know, get along parents, very supportive in any sort of, um, initiatives or, or things you're interested in and, and financially, you know, gave us opportunities in terms of education and, um, some, you know, travel, some international experiences as well. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up coming out to, uh, Denver and going to University of Denver and uh, graduated last year and ever since I've been going full time on, on pocket change. So yeah, we, we started it through university, but um, we can get further into that too, if, if need be. Absolutely. How old are you again, Christian? Uh, I believe I'm 23. <laughs> I believe I'm 23. <laughs> I, I want to I talk on that for a bit here because, you know, being that young of an, of a, of an entrepreneur, you know, a lot of people come out of of college believing that they either have to follow a certain certain uh, track of life, or they don't have the time to be necessarily trying to come out and change the world per se. And so, I, I feel like. Uh, and what did you study again in at the University of Denver? Yeah, so um, I was definitely interested in more of the social side of business. So I technically mm. did management, uh, a little marketing, and sociology. Okay. Yeah. So, so you had that already in your, in your mindset to, to be working in social business. And so coming mm-hmm. out with, with pocket change, it, you could definitely tell this is something that you're very passionate about, but how were you able mm-hmm. to, to build something like that while you're still in college, while you still mm-hmm. have all, all your requirements and, and credits that you need to get done? Yeah. So, um, I think it- I think a lot of it comes from a little bit to your point of, of kind of that, like passion and deeper drive around, around stuff. Mm. Like I said, coming from a uh, extremely pr- privileged uh, background, I've seen what it's like to have money. And um, also again, in, in terms of that sort of travel experience, I've seen, you know, places where we'd um, we'd go and we'd be in some of the, you know, whatever finest establishment sort of, whoa, yeah. this is so cool that, and then drive five minutes down the road to the most extreme sort of, um, intense actual life poverty and um, seeing people, you know, struggle or also even be happy in certain instances around where they're living in such a different way. And I think that um, had been ingrained with me kind of all through growing up um, and the different experiences there. And so coming into school, I knew that I, you know, I kind of naturally, I think, have a sort of want to do creative projects as well. Like I said, to do some, some music stuff or I just like to create things too. And so I've always wanted to kind of, you know, start a company as sort of this thing. So I saved up in high school around, Oh, maybe one day I'll do something. Um, and then when I actually got to school, I think pocket change a little bit, um, kind of fell into kind of fell into like a, oddly enough, it, it popped into my Instagram DMS in a way where basically we, uh, the, the real story of where it actually kind of started was, I'm um, so I, partner and co-founder and all his names, Rain Aubrey. Um, we actually sophomore year of school um, ended up both taking this writing and activism class. And the first mm. homework assignment um, was like essentially just go up and present. Why did you take this class or what's something you've done sort of in the space or why, you know, essentially why are you here? Um, yeah. And so I presented on this audio project I did that was um, sort of this collection and statement on, um, you know, basically true, uh, display of truth and political rhetoric around how we are, you know, all being <laughs> basically fed different lives, whether it be through yeah, political yeah. realms or the corporate interests or all sorts of stuff like that. And 
made this kind of like audio collection of that and um, played it for the class. And then Rain actually went up and presented um, the very first version of uh, a website for Pocket Change, which was, you know, he, he started some um, some company in high school and he wanted to do something kind of impact focused in, in college and was um, had this idea for what if, you know, we always see this stuff online. What if there was a button that you could just click to help out? Um, mm-hmm. And so that was the very initial concept. But he ended up DMing me on Instagram a couple of days later. I was like, hey, I can, you know, I listened to your song thing again. I can tell you're super passionate and um, really, you know, down to get after it. Would you want to come? help on this pocket change thing I'm trying to, you know, get started. And so we met up that day and I kind of, you know, I had some social media internship in, in uh, high school and was like, Hey, I can, you know, I can help run the Twitter account or something. And so we set up the Twitter that day and he actually probably hit up about 15 other people. And, you know, a lot of people were like, yeah, cool, exciting. And, you know, very quickly fell off, but I think, um, yeah, again, kind of getting deeper into the concept and, yeah. and the idea around it. Um, we just sort of stuck with it and here we are essentially four years later of um a very wild roller coaster i'd say of figuring stuff out that's awesome man i, I i'm not even gonna lie to you one something that comes to my mind you you've used this phrase a couple of times you know coming from a privileged background mm-hmm. and, and let's be real like a lot of people who come from a privileged background typically they, they fend for themselves they they care about their own pockets and and mm. about how <laughs> funny to care about their own pockets yeah. uh, <laughs> and you know how they can continue to to move up in the world but yet mm. you went more towards a social impact route and mm. you know it's not something that's very that's very uh typical in in mm. your in your in, in that realm and so I, I commend you for that for mm. for wanting to see the best out of society, even though you, you grew up having some of the best around you. And so it's like, you know, you want to uplift other people as well and and finding uh, other ways to be able to make that happen. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, I just find it, I find it great that you're able to, to move in that type of direction. And, and then you were 19 when you and, and, and your Mm -hmm. co-founder are able to move forward in this. And so, after you guys had that initial interaction, some people were on, some people were off, you know, how did this grow from the inception of the idea of pocket change to now it's, it's actually full, fully fledged moving forward as a, as a legitimate organization or, or, or business? Yeah. So, um, again, I think it kind of came down to the initial sort of, and again, there's kind of two sides of it. One is the technical Okay, there's a technology we have that can allow people to engage and mm-hmm. help send finances to charities and talk with each other, all that. But then there's the, and this is where I think we actually got our initial traction um, around stuff is really the mindset of how we consume content, and mm-hmm. that's that's I think the real value of of what we're doing. So the again the initial concept um, once we started to fle- flesh it out was okay. Every day we're seeing all these crazy news headlines, negative news. We see it on social media, Twitter, um, uh, stuff screwed with the climate change, the immigration issues. There's about a million world problems every single day. But then you look about how we react to that content and how we consume it. And basically there's a like button, a comment button and a share button, but where's the do something or where's the take action Mm. button? And so that, that was the real kind of initial grasping concept was given modern technology and all the ways that we're consuming things, shouldn't it just be as easy as clicking a button to tangibly 
do something that you want to be doing the same way on Amazon, you click a button to one tap shop, you can on, you know, PayPal, one clap, just send people money, whatever it is. But why is there not just an easy way to take action on stuff that you genuinely care about at a much, you know, deeper kind of identity based level of things. Um, and so that's where we started. And we actually, um, so at DU, we had done, you know, there's a couple little pitch competitions, one, a couple hundred dollars here and there, maybe a couple thousand dollars here and there to get the initial sort of, yeah. okay, let's get up the website. Oh, wait, let's try and find a developer who can maybe get a Chrome extension to show up. On and basically where we started was a button that would go on your Facebook, on Google News, Wikipedia, um, anywhere that basically the most popular sites on the internet. Mm. You'd go to your Chrome browser, add the extension, and the button would show up there. And then, so right yeah. off the bat, it was basically just a button you'd click and it would show like, was so scrappy but it basically just show like five organizations and you type in like which one and click so that was very very 1.0 but right off the bat we're like okay we needed to predict and assign all this information for people people don't want to have to think or know all the charities or know they just want to click a button and have it help out so that's where you instantly went into tech forward thought around okay let's get some sort of ai system in where you can click the button it'll analyze that content and then predict out related causes and then, so when you tap on the cause you want, um, the number one charity actually tackling that at the root um, can then be supported through your click. Um, wow. So that that was sort of the initial thing, which basically off of that concept, we had, again, gotten a little bit of, of money, found a developer to get some initial versions and actually ended up in a um, this sort of pitch event um, where we'd end up meeting our, our first investor who really, I think, saw what we were trying to uh, accomplish with that sort of mindset shift. And even though the technology was totally wacky at that point and the um we had essentially no no usage no you know we had some, yeah. our family and friends kind of messing with it and saying hey cool like keep on going we're like all right we got to figure this out um <laughs> but the the investor kind of took that first leap and um yeah gave us our first sort of sum of money to actually get the technology built and then from that point yeah we got the whole um sort of ai system up got in all the different sites and then from that point, again, very much struggled on usage. Ever we tell people about mm-hmm. the idea, they go, oh, cool. You can just like click a button and help. How do I get it? They pull out their phone. We're like, oh, it's like a Chrome extension. You know, you have to get They're like, what's a, mm. what's a Chrome extension? What are you talking about? All that stuff. So, <laughs> so then kind of back to the drawing board where then we'd gotten some more branding stuff out there, some more feedback, everything um, went into the mobile world. From there, again, we had this kind of tool, which actually I still believe is a very cool feature is you could be on an Instagram post or Twitter and anything you can share or send as a text message, um, you can pocket change. So you click share, click the pocket change app icon. Mm-hmm. It would pop up a little modal on your screen, say, hey, this post is talking about ocean conservation or uh, climate change or whatever. You click your preference, click confirm, and it would send the uh, 25 cents through. Very much, again, struggled on once people got it, they were into it. But to explain that to people in a half a line with, oh, you get the app and then you add it to your share tray and then then you click on it basically confusion and um (laughs) the natural struggle of just how competitive like people are used to apps like instagram these multi hundred million dollar whatever we're coming in here with a you know handful of thousands to try and really get something active in the space and so then again, fast forward, um, again, this is kind of happening over over a set of years where we're yeah, of trying course. all sorts of different stuff and getting out there, putting in like positive news features to the app, all this sort of stuff. 
then we went to the social realm basically a couple months back. We're like, you know what? This needs to be a combined. Yes, you can contribute, but also how do you get your friends on board? How do we actually you know, get more people involved and make it more dialogue and, and content focused? Fast forward again to essentially, I don't know, maybe whatever it was three weeks ago, full-fledged social ability to post within the app, um, share, um, reply to people, actually track all of the sort of stuff going on. Um, and then, yeah, basically the coming out in about seven days or, or yeah, one, I guess yeah, one week is making it totally free. So every time you're doing it, we're basically covering that cost through some help of outside um, donors and sponsors. And then it's a full social platform to where, yeah, every click drives free change to charity. And um, then you can add your own contributions, start conversations, follow friends, all that. But basically, yeah, very much a four year up and down of struggling through some team changes, growing the team a ton, taking it way back down. Um, and yeah, a lot of different, I think, struggles in between to kind of mentally even keep jumping over the barrier of action should be accessible and with modern technology should be as easy as just clicking a button. How can we keep that sort of, you know, vision of just empowering people and, and whatever form they most um, need. I got to commend you man, again, cause that once again, I'm like thinking about you creating this whole business, this whole aspect of, of pocket change while you're still in college. And, you know, you're you're literally, you know, working with some people, some people you have to let go of and you're adding new ideas. You're failing, you're succeeding, you're failing again. It, that mindset has to be it, that that's not something that just comes out of nowhere. Let I, I, I really want to kind of dig into that. What gives you that mindset to be able to keep moving, keep uh pushing forward in the midst of all these types of adversities, because I mean, four years of that, a lot of people would have quit by year one or at least by a year two or three. But I mean, you're telling me now that even this week you're realizing, Oh, what, you know, this is what we're going to be doing to add on to this free co component to mm -hmm. our pocket change. And so you're constantly growing, you're constantly uh, mm -hmm. innovating your, your, your technology. So what gives you that, that drive or that, that discipline to be able to move forward in such a way. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, the easiest way to sort of say is I don't even see what else I like could be doing. Um, again, mm. from a, from a, a little bit just personal side of stuff is the, basically the like overarching thing is if you, if you actually think, how do you reverse engineer, solving all world problems, which is yeah. essentially impossible, right? Like you can't, they're like even defined as wicked problems or something like you don't just solve racism or homelessness will is essentially can be mitigated to such a point, but also right. there's some people who it just constantly can be something that people become homeless or some people choose to be, you know, there's, so it's not that actually solving, but if you go into that sort of thought process and you come back on that, um, you sort of start to get into the world of, okay, well, there's to actually do that you need a ton of people involved um, and actually caring about different stuff. Um, you need basically a lot of money at the end of the day, money to yeah. solve stuff and funding, depending on where it's going, will actually drive and people, whatever they're purchasing from or the companies that get, you know, their sort of say in whatever. So um, funding three would be, I believe in, you know, private 
interest around stuff. So there's the side of, okay, the government can solve all our problems, or there's the belief that, well, no, we as people can set up our, you know, whether it be companies, small businesses, social groups, um, basically having actual interest in involvement from essentially corporate entities. And so when you combine those three, that's where you get to the pocket change interest, but more like to your thing on, on my sort of deeper level is I think my actual passion is in the, just the human side and the mindset mm-hmm. space. So again, when it comes to things like consuming content is with one I've already talked about, but even the way that we have a relationship with ourselves, right? Like yeah. that is what I'd consider to be more of a spiritual space. Some people could call it religious. Some people could just go through their day and not even really think about it that much. But um, mm. I think for me personally, like I said, I've seen what it's like to have money. I've had very kind of, I think, wide range of experiences to where I see that so much of life has just is this sort of never ending transition of not seeking out like the pursuit of happiness in a way of like, I actually don't believe in that. Like, oh, do this and work and go there and one day you'll be happy. It's like, no, no, no. There's so much more to like the actual process of what we're doing and in those yeah. moments appreciating the relationships and the happy moments and the pain for what it is. And so you kind of like put all those things like the overarching, okay, how do you societally solve our problems? What's our Mm -hmm. personal relationship with ourselves? And then what's our actually purpose here as humans? I don't see my purpose to build pocket change or to do this. My purpose is how can my energy being essentially my ultimate gift be presented and shared and put through different, whether it be projects like pocket change or music or cooking into, um, oh, it's kind of hard to explain, into something that would, I think, bring more. And again, this is, I'm not even a religious person, but like bring more oh, light okay. into the world yeah. as like, hey, um, again, even something like comedy, like, or just walking down the street and giving someone a smile who, uh, whatever, I don't know, how vastly that can change someone's day mm. and then bring that, okay, at the same time, uh, that can be great, sort of a little bit hippy dippy of let's just all be peace, love and spread good energy. And then there's the tactical again, how do you actually solve world problems is okay, well, there needs to be a financial interest, there needs to be a ton of people and be funding technology, a modern shift in how we actually approach it tactically mm-hmm. and like in the economy. And so that's where I'd see pocket change is an outcome of that belief system I hold, which is a combination of personal how we have a relationship with ourselves and people around us. And then how do we actually tangibly put that into, okay, we have bills to pay a roof to put over heads and actual problems to, you know, mitigate, for example, even like something as clean water. It's like that should be solved by now. Like we yeah. can tangibly solve that as a society. We could get everyone in the world, clean water, like end of discussion. That's possible. Yeah. Yet it's not solved. And it's the most basic human need need yeah there's there's a pro like that is such a divide in my brain that doesn't click i'm like what the hell are we doing here <laughs> and so at that point i'm like i can go out and i can make more money probably a better salary probably any whatever somewhere but then i'm like well what the hell are we even doing that for anyways if it all comes down to you know maybe it's the personal like that personal side of where i'm coming so it's a very long-winded answer to oh, even yeah, something i think i'm <laughs> i'm figuring out personally but a there is something out there that I think drives people to want to be positive with other people. Mm. And I just see this as one outlet to try and drive that in a much more tangible way. 
I, man, I resonate with you on that, man. It's uh, it, it's huge for us to to look at this world in this, in that in that light because, I mean, even when you said that whole concept of light, you know, and mm-hmm. I know you you know you say you're not really religious, but like you know, I I think about the the phrase that Jesus used. He said, uh, "A city on a I mean, yeah." He said, "You are the light of the world. A set a city set on the hill cannot be hidden." You know, we're not supposed to hide our light. We mm-hmm. have uh this we have we've been designed to share what we have to to bless other people when we've been blessed. Mm-hmm. And and man, when you when you said that whole concept, you know, there are people in the world who just don't even have running clean water. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that that's a that's a it's a basic human need that everyone needs that is very possible to just be done with where no one has to deal with those issues, but we're still, we're still where we are today because I I think greed and and power definitely, you know, pulls into how these, uh, how certain constructs are, are done. And and I thought about, um, I don't know if you know, but I'm no, you pretty much, I'm pretty sure, you know, charity water. Yeah. Yeah. That's our selected organization for on pocket. That's our one of our recommended ones. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like even his story as to how he started. Oh man. That's, that was another, uh, I remember I don't watch YouTube ads, Mm -hmm. but I I think the ad was like, I've seen the ad. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) I I watched that whole 20 or 30 minute ad. I was just so blown away, man. But it's, I find it so beautiful what you're doing because um, the the phrase that you used, I, I'm, and I'm going to bring it back a little bit, but you said that there's so much pain and so much, or, you know, there's so much evil and news that, that's going around being given to us and, and you want to do something about it. And that that's the whole premise of Madcasters is the fact that there have been, there's so much, evil and pain going on in the world mm. and what about the people who are actually doing good what about the mm. people who are actually going out of their way to make something happen and and i mean this is this is it man when i look at pocket change this is like i, I see how for instance our our platform of madcasters will be able to use pocket change in such a way to to help donate towards bigger causes and mm-hmm. and i mean the 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 ease at which you made it as well i, I think is so it is is attractive you mm-hmm. know if i if i have my phone and i like something and once again you're able to to like depending on the click or or your like you can make it a cent or you can make it 10 cents or you can make it 25 cents whatever the case may be so so yeah how it's how we're shifting it in the next like i said literally a couple of days here is yeah um Basically, we're shifting it to five cents. It might, it's basically a range up between like one and five cents or up to five cents. But essentially, go with five cents for the sake of um, if you post, a, you could share a podcast mm-hmm. onto the on the pocket change. And essentially, every post has a cause attached to it. So you could say, mm-hmm. um, you know, this podcast, we've been talking about new things in health, whatever. You just tag health to it and then it links the chair. So then your post gets five cents towards health and wellness. And as you get, whatever 10 likes on it that's then 50 cents towards it people start talking about it in the comments some people might disagree they can tag a different cause area all that stuff it's essentially as you engage five every engagement is five cents towards that cause and then at any point you can add your own optional donation but it's it's basically yeah at any you as you engage and talk about topic areas 
that's where money out of our fund gets directed. So if people yeah. are all talking about a certain issue in one week, then majority of our funds will probably end up getting directed there. So it's kind of meant to say, like, if you have something to say about something or care about enough, if you instead of just posting it on Twitter and like, great, that's great to get the awareness out. If you do it on pocket change, there's a little bit of extra tangible um, oomph to what's happening. And then as you get into dialogues or people might disagree, it starts to open up the, oh, what about this thing that we could be helping or, or what about that? And um, yeah, so basically that's kind of the, the thing is why do it to just Twitter or Instagram when you can attach that sort of actual meaning and intentionality behind what your content is like and where and how it's leaving its mark. So no one's going to be mindlessly liking anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to be they're going to be very intentional as to how or who they end up liking or commenting to and everything of the sort because mm-hmm. now it goes towards a specific uh destination that could actually yeah. make a difference. Oh man, this is Man, I, I'm about to download the app right now. Airplane mode like yeah. I would be, <laughs> My God, I'm about to download the app as soon as we finish this interview. I it's I don't know. I find it mind blowing uh, the mm-hmm. the technology that you've created. I've never heard of anything like this before in my life, mm-hmm. and and I know that by <laughs> by your your determination, by the fact that it is so humanitarian in in sight. That it will, it's gonna, it's not just gonna make a difference. I think this thing is gonna explode. Mm-hmm. Like, um, apparently, you guys are also have been on, uh, let me just check here. It says that you guys have been on The Guardian and even the National Geographic as well. So like, it's interesting. That, so, the, the Guardian, there was a, there's a brief mention is one uh, thing they're highlighting. Again, there's a bit, a bit back when we, um, actually, even before we'd gotten into like the social space and all that. So mm-hmm. even some of those articles are a little bit um, dated. The National Geographic one though is actually an interesting story. We, it was a competition um, called like this unlimited innovation, whatever. And essentially you basically submit a video and idea, um, but we got highlighted as a top 10 one. Mm-hmm. And then out of that, we got put into a competition with National Geographic around whoever in this week period gets the most votes wins like, $20,000, something to, pervu- oh, wow. to pursue your um, innovative idea that's making an impact or whatnot there. So that that was that was we were in there, um, got like selected for their competition and then got into it. We ended up getting, I think it was third, I believe. It was a very, very sad day when we, did, when we didn't, because then there was a whole other bonus part that could happen with uh, Nat Geo and all yeah. that. But um, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was definitely a fun time. But also, again, it kind of just a little spurt of, had this big moment of, oh man, we could do it. Let's get this extra funding mm-hmm. and Nat Geo highlighting and all this stuff. And we didn't get it very much a sad moment, but it's kind of one of those sort of wipe off the hands again and go, well, oh, back to the drawing board. Let's just, yeah, yeah there's some people, you know, people like, I think it's the overarching idea that there should be an accessible way with modern tech to make oh. much further of an impact with how you're engaging on things. And so people have always been in that concept. We're just, trying to put stuff out, get the feedback and iterate to make it as empowering for people in a way that they actually, you know, want to use it and feel good about it. So I think that's been our kind of biggest challenge is how do we keep sort of that overarching vision and theme alive that people are excited about and then make sure our technology can match it in a way that people are comfortable and excited about using. I mean, it's like I said, it's incredible because every time I think about 
when I have to, when I want to donate, you know, I have to go through, you know, the specific link, or if I want people to donate through Madcasters, you have to go to the link, go to the website, go to the mm-hmm. donate link. It, you know, mm-hmm. there's multiple steps and the more steps that it takes to go do something, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the harder it becomes for someone oh, yeah. to want to, you yeah. know, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. today's generation that we're just, we're, we're so fast with tech. We just want things done as fast as possible. Yeah. And, and so you're literally allowing that to, to be, the a norm now yeah. for for us, hey, and I, and I really like the way that you brought upon the whole concept of Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. People are on that all day. Mm-hmm. Imagine if people aren't like I'm just I'm just picturing this, just imagining mm-hmm. how you know millions of users are putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> we have a, we have a funny. We have, we've been working on some different like little taglines, but kind of we're like. <laughs> what came up was put um put our money where your mouth is and it kind of oh, sounds like, like <laughs> it kind of sounds like a little bit like like i don't sound like sexual it sounds like weird about it <laughs> but we're like but it kind of that's the whole spiel here is like you don't like there are people who want to fund people talking about the causes and getting more involved that foot in the door because again the idea here is as you get started it's like okay it's a couple cents here and there but then it's again the mindset shift in wait, I can like see something and actually do something about it. And like, okay, cool. That's in an online setting. But then as you start to go about your day and something happens in front of you, it's like, mm. wait, I, I'm a part of this. I can do something about it. It doesn't have to be some, it's like even just the platform itself. It's not some big superhero. Oh my gosh. It's going to, it's like, no, just those little inklings every day of a little bit more way of viewing stuff in a positive sense, a little bit more of intentionality and a little bit more of, something's in front of me that I am a part of and that I can do something about like those kind of combined is the shift that I think we're looking for at scale. So it's the fundraising part is like the side bonus of that, but it's, I think the, the way that you um, engage with the world and people around us is where the exciting ideas are, are really like at a large level. And so this is, I think just one piece of the puzzle towards, like you said, everyone's social media is not going away. No, what if we could, no, what if we could take it one level further and, you know, what was the purpose behind it beyond just, mm. um, again, they've back in whatever, 2006, 2008, it was yeah. such a huge innovation to be able to speak with anyone across the world, share your yeah. thoughts uh, publicly, get access to tweet at some high power individual celebrity. All that was like very great innovation and like purpose for the first version of, of social media. And now it's like, okay, that's all standard. And there's actually been a lot of negative repercussions towards some of those things. How can we reapproach how these are designed and set up to um, come to the next positive step and and where they can go? So for you, it's not just about the platform, but it's also about rewiring the way that we think. Yeah, yeah. The the actually our our, our mission mm. statement is uh facilitate innate goodness and rewire humanity with hope. Mm. So it's the fact that there's good, <laughs> there's good, there's goodness in everyone. How can we make that easier to facilitate and bring out of people? And then how do we rewire the way um, people actually believe we can be solving things or we can interact with each other in a more positive and and helpful way? And um, yeah, I think those are the two larger things. Our mission is not raise a million dollars for charity. The mission is how can we actually get people to bring out the good and, and that we all have and hopefully change the way we start to, you know, interact with the world at large. Man, 
like I'm sitting back and I'm just I'm I'm literally picturing how this will be for society and how this will actually help the way that because I believe that Generation Z is is one of the more uh, like one of the more social aware generations in in a certain mm-hmm. sense where you're always thinking about what 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 can be done to to help or to impact the world around you uh, it's not just about you but you you're looking at this whole greater greater plan or greater scheme around the world and so uh, you know i'm thinking like what will that look like to to mm-hmm. see a whole generation just like focused on how their engagement to to people or or to organizations now will truly make a difference man i, I it's it's looking like a very beautiful picture you you're creating mm-hmm. something that will ultimately impact i mean to to say the least but ultimately will impact the world uh mm-hmm. and and it's not just even the organizations but i i feel like it's impacting even though even the way i'm thinking right now i'm just like man you know like i know that with every click or with every uh, engagement that I'm that I'm going to be having with this site, I know that it will go towards something that will truly change, that will help someone who's already doing something, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I personally, at least for Madcasters, I mm-hmm. know for sure we're going to be using this platform mm-hmm. for our organization because we have so many people who we speak to who mm-hmm. are on that concept of humanitarian life changes or. Uh, you know, it's not just investments or businessmen, but people, nonprofit organizations and, and, mm-hmm. and people around the world who are, who are coming out and reaching out to us and saying, Man, you know, can I, can I share our story of how we're impacting the world? And so mm-hmm. to be able to just have a very easy, direct way for us, for us to say, Hey, this is our platform. This is someone who we believe in and mm-hmm. every link, every, sorry, like comment, share whatever uh, and then you can just easily donate just right there mm-hmm. i think that's just gonna it's gonna amplify the um the way in which we'll be able to to donate and to to ultimately help support causes that we truly believe in yeah, yeah. i was gonna yeah. say on on that too the and what you're touching on a little before with the kind of like gen z our sort of younger mm-hmm. generation i i don't know the exact stats on thing but there's also all about you know it's like they're 80, whatever, 6% more likely to switch to a brand that's more cause aligned. Um, mm. 78% of people want to be working for a company that has a mission as a part of their core oh. values, like all that sort of whatever the actual <laughs> percents are, they're somewhere in that range. But what two we're trying to push is okay, so again, there's the donation piece, but if we can, and especially our generation already is showing this is not a trend for companies to be, be building in oh, we're going to have some kind of impact as a side piece, but it's essentially a core identifying factor towards the entire corporate world and where people are working, how the company's supply chain's going, where are they contributing, why are they doing things in a certain way? So beyond just the individual funding aspect, it's trying to push the initiative of, again, if we're going to reverse engineer solving all the, the world problems is you need a ton of people, you need the funding, but then you also need the corporate sort of interest behind it. And if mm-hmm. people start to push that as like a number one value sense is, hey, uh, 
say someone like Nike, how, where, where are you getting, like, how are you making your shoes and where are you getting the materials and are they recycled where you're, you know, like Adidas just actually did some huge commitment towards um, all their stuff's going to be made through recycled materials by 2024 or something. So that's obviously a huge multi. I not know that. Yeah. yeah it's, um, I think it's their shoes. I, there's some article um, I'd seen on it, but essentially that's the, that's the point is they're taking a huge, probably multi hundred million dollar, probably even larger than that initiative to adjust their supply chain, actually realize what their lasting impact on our world is environmentally and sort of in that conscious space. Mm-hmm. Yet they, they basically got an article out about it and then people are like, well, care, but then it kind of gets lost in the wind. So like, how do we actually show, Hey, the initiative they're taking is good. They may have made, you know, mistakes have been a part of the problem in the past. Like so many of these mm-hmm. corporate entities are in, in a lot of these issues, but also we can kind of wallow in the fact that, Oh no, screw all corporations are all bad. It's, it's, and you can't fix it versus wait, we have a whole new generation of leaders coming in. We have a whole new generation of people who are going to be making these decisions. How can we shift the narrative to where the decision makers, the people who have that kind of power and interest can actually make them in the right side of history where it's okay. Let's take those environmental initiatives. Let's take, let's get behind the social causes. Let's build it as a part of our brand identity to actually have an impact beyond just making profit for our investors or whatnot. Um, so I think that's also the subset, like even in our business model standpoint of how do we, you know, financially sustain ourselves is we want to help essentially brands tell their stories through essentially our platform, connecting them with people and having them double down on their social initiatives. So that's kind of the other piece of the puzzle here is, yes, we have the individual and the funding side, but how do we get basically incentivize the private sector to actually be motivated to do something? Because at the end of the day, usually comes from from financial interest. And so if you can make it financially interesting to help other people and to help the environment, then all of a sudden you're going to start turning heads for major decision makers. And so that's, I think, again, just one piece of the, our generation's coming in caring about that and they're starting to notice it's not a trend, it's a necessity. And so, um, yeah, just trying to push that initiative faster, more efficiently, and with hopefully um, more intentional decisions from companies like that. that's sort of how our business model is, is sustained long-term is, is bringing in those kind of partnerships and stuff like that. Do you have any other investors or, you know, businesses in that regard that are looking to partner with pocket change in that sense? Yeah. So we've, we've done um, a couple sets of, of some investment uh, rounds since you keep things funded. And we've had a lot of initial conversations, let's say with um, different kind of brands, companies, organizations around the idea 100% extremely positive feedback and like, oh my gosh, just, I see how this could be a new thing that we're approaching or, oh, we're already doing this huge initiative. I see how this could tie into it. And everyone's already talking about it and thinking about it. Our biggest problem is honestly just eye, like eyeballs on pocket change and the fact of people's using the platform more. And so as we start to scale, that's when we want to bring in um, more of the brand partners. But for right now, we just don't have a big enough amount of people using the platform yeah. for it to be of interest to them. Um, and so that's just sort of kind of part of the growing pains of conceptually, I think we're very much heading and aiming in the right way. Um, but also again, the tangible or tactical day to day is we still need to, um, you know, remove some of these barriers, like right now having to add your credit card and pay every time versus shifting to this free model and making it more optional on how you want to engage. Um, that's part of that process of how do we make this as valuable to people as possible? 
and then down the road, um, bring in kind of larger partnerships to keep it going. How does it feel to, to have someone, you know, who may, who you don't know in that regard, but sees pocket change and says, man, you know, I believe in your mission, want to invest in you or, we want to partner with you. Uh, you know, like how does that f- feel as an entrepreneur, as a, as a, as a businessman, you know, having something that you've created that people want to not only just support with their, with their words or with a share, but also with their hard earned dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think um, <laughs> it's uh it's definitely a bit kind of magical and, and surreal in a way, but much different. I, not, I don't go to the investor space or the brand space as much as I think of this person, um, this person on the platform, his name is Ewan or Iwan. Um, he doesn't know. I don't know if he knows. He probably knows him. In fact, we've, I've liked his stuff and comment. But again, we have a handful of people who are using it, but we've seen fall off and we're struggling to grow and this and that. And so, but there's this guy, um, again, I'm, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Ewan, um, and I'm pretty sure he lives, he might even be in another country. Um, and he is like, totally gets it. He shares the content in, he posts about it. He started with one certain cause area and then kind of discovered the other ones on the platform and now talks about all these other things. And he's just this person who, um, I think we'd shot him at essentially like our first person who like total outside stranger, totally knows, came to the platform, totally gets it and is 100% about it, using it on his own terms, all that. And it kind of all of us are turning over like he he's he's got it. He got and like it. he's also pushing it in his own personal way and his own all that stuff. And so I think that's, to be honest, the much more like powerful thing is there's this guy who's a preacher from another country, never actually spoken. I've whatever. But he I think there's some connection that like we have on like a weird deeper level where like he is made that conscious call of, oh, no, no, I, I get it. I want to, again, to put put my money where my mouth is make it a little bit more intentional, talk about these different areas. Like he just, that to me is where I think the magic lies is like just the connection human to human and realizing that we're all just a bunch of like random weird people who are doing our own thing and this and that, but yet there's something that like connects all of us at the same time. And yeah, it doesn't have to be pocket change or any one thing as much as like, it is, I think kind of a magical moment to connect with people under a premise that isn't just like, Hey, nice to meet you. Now we're connected. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. There's some sort of underlying um, belief in the larger picture that just like totally kind of like blows me away. Like, wait, there are people who also see uh, the world in a certain kind of like through, through some kind of lens or, or whatnot. Um, I don't know. I think it's, uh, that's the craziest thing to me is, is that those like little moments um, lesser of just like big business. We got an investment, but more of like, there's there's more ewins out there who are just all like kind of going through whatever they're going with but also kind of you know want to just be a part of that sort of next step of of whatever it might be i don't know i love that man i love that Mm -hmm. Uh, your your head is in the right place you guys are clearly moving in the right direction you're you're constantly staying innovative you know you're you're making sure that you're truly making that social impact. You're you're connecting with people who you need to connect with, and honestly, you you've got a new follower, man. Um, and me at least, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be using this as much as I can, and uh, really just pushing for this because I I really believe in what you're doing, 
and mm-hmm. and I want to to be able to support pocket change the best way that we can. So, mm-hmm. man, just really really want to say thank you for for following what you're called to do and and bringing this into the world. And you know, because you you and your team were meant for this, and you're meant for other things as well. But definitely mm-hmm. meant to bring out the pocket change, and so I'm glad that we have a platform like this that we could use to truly impact society around us. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that you, before we end our, our episode, is there anything else that you feel like you want to uh, let the people know anything that you feel like you want to uh, just share at this point? Um, I mean, nothing, nothing. To, I would say to, to what you were just saying, I also very much appreciate that. And don't, don't take it lightly that, uh, um, again, how much it means to have your belief in just people in general. Again, it's at the end of the day, this is not like a, oh, we're creating this and then come do it. It's like, this is meant to be a thing where it's created essentially by and for people in whatever form they want. And so like hearing to your feedback around essentially, hey, where we're at now, where we're going, and then also keeping that dialogue open around, okay, well, there's a million things we can be doing better as well, other things to be thinking about that we're not. And so just want to say like yeah appreciate you and and you pushing you know your positive message and through your platform and all that and yeah just want to you know keep the conversation open with with everything around um again how, how can we kind of keep that sort of guiding um vision around just bringing the positivity and innate goodness in people um but yeah other other than that um I don't know. I guess I'm just excited, terrified a little bit, sort of. Uh, <laughs> um, but just to get kind of in the figuring it out mode. Like I said, we're going to make a million more mistakes, probably do some, screw some stuff up, hopefully do some stuff right in the meantime. And uh, yeah, I guess to anyone to anyone out there, that's sort of where we're at. If you have thoughts or opinions on it, my, my phone, email, whatever, FaceTime me, we can chat over stuff. I'm always open to new ideas and how we can be thinking about stuff in different ways. So, um, yeah, I'll just, I guess I'm, uh, excited for what's to come and also just enjoying the, the roller coaster and the process while we're at it. Sort of. Yeah. Honestly, man, every time I, <laughs> I like, I'm thinking about you all, I I'm like, you know what? Mark Zuckerberg needs to watch out, man. Cause <laughs> later on, we're going to be hearing Christian Dooley, man. I, I, I really believe what you're doing is going to, it's gonna change the world in that regard, man. Uh, what do you What do you have to say for young entrepreneurs who are having a difficulty, you know, trying to either find their passion or or move in the direction that that they want to, but they feel limited because of the world around them, or maybe schooling, or maybe you know, um, someone's or parents or someone's direction that they feel like they have for their life but they want to move in a certain way what would you tell to the young that young entrepreneur this is gonna sound weird and i think i'm kind of pulling this from a uh from an uh an elon musk quote or something but essentially my instant answer is don't do it as in <laughs> as in as in in the basically but the, the kind of joke along that is entrepreneurship is not something i believe is based on results it's mm. if you're i think so many people are interested in and talk about oh yeah i want to start something one day or do this or that because it'll be sweet to like you know own a company or make this money or do it. it's like that mindset is entirely i think flipped to where 
anyone who is interested in maybe doing something and you go, no, don't do it. It's going to be hard. It's probably going to mm-hmm. fail. It's probably it's like, that's the person that goes, well, screw you. I like doing it. And so that's why I'm going to do it. And I think that's, that's what I'd recommend is do whatever you love doing. Cause that's where you're going to find your own journey that may come into entrepreneurship, or maybe it's working with something that already started, or maybe it's hell moving to the jungle. I don't know what you want to do, but basically that that's where I'd say is actually follow what you love doing. And if that ends up being entrepreneurship in some sort of form, it's just, that'll just happen to be what it is. Because if you like the process of what you're doing, you're not going to care about what other people are defining it as. Mm-hmm. Or again, that kind of like uh, on the earlier question you had is like, ah, you kind of get beaten up after four years and stuff. It's like, well, yeah, I'd get beaten up if I was trying to make some company go this, grow it in three years and sell it. I'd be completely shattered. But that has zero to do with what I'm trying to do. I just like building stuff and creating it and talking with people. And hopefully it can make some little positive moments in the meantime. And so that I found every day through four years. And so I just like that process lesser of the, oh, great. Now we have a company and a platform. It's like it. So that's what I'd say is don't do it. And also, if you're going to do something, do whatever it is you actually love doing, because then naturally you'll fall into uh, what makes you happiest. And I think that's where it's all, all about. So. I love that, man. I love that, honestly. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm really, I'm really blessed to have you on Madcasters, uh, Christian. Yeah, I, I feel like we're. I'm gonna look back in a, in a few years and be like, <laughs> I had that guy on my pocket. <laughs> no, no, it's an honor to be here. Honor to be here. I love, love chat with you on all yeah, this stuff. Man. It's yeah. yeah. You guys are definitely doing some great things. Like I said, um, I'm I'm actually jump. I'm gonna be going in and making sure that Madcasters and my uh, myself is, is joining the pocket change movement and definitely want to support any best way that we can so thank you so much for for moving into what you were uh what you want to bring into this world man and also for being on our show we really truly appreciate you yeah well, i appreciate appreciate being here and again appreciate you always pushing the uh positivity and trying to show the, the good in the world that's definitely out there so um yeah i would love to even chat again soon we can dive into any sorts of topics so uh sounds good yeah, that'd be awesome awesome Sweet. man Thank you. Have a good day. Good. You too, Matt. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of Madcasters with your host, Brian St. Louis. Please remember, do what you are called to bring into this world. Someone's life depends on your willingness to obey your calling. You are special and you have something positive to bring to this world that no one else can. Every Thursday at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, a new episode will be ready for you to listen and grow from. Be sure to subscribe to Madcasters on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on Instagram at Madcasters. Support the podcast through patreon.com backslash Madcasters. Because together, we can make the difference in order to change the world.